Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. My name is Sunny. I am your host, here with my co-host, Caleb. Hello! Oh, man, we have a good bit to talk about today. We have a boatload of new cards, and I am excited to talk about them. But before we get too far in, as always, we want to thank the patrons, the ones that go above and beyond to support the podcast. So, a huge thank you to Cam Yang, Austin Johnson, Salix, Kane Martin, Damian Zink, Gate Guardian Support, HZH Cyber, Marshawn Jones, Witchcraft Remain 2022, Zyphorus, Zephyrius, AD, Aaron Gardner, Anthony Leela, Branded Fart, Brandon, Dank Nugs, Invoked Fart, It's Dinomorphia Time, Little 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 Lee, MBT's Big Ol' Butsy, Mountain Man, Owen Alvarado, Pig, Rudolph, Shockmaster Did Nothing Wrong, Sneaky Links, Unbanned Number 95, Konami, Virtually Savior's World, What Does Pot of Greed Do, Zingus Khan, Adamancipator is Tier 1, Max C Solves Combo, Nordic Best Deck, Old Man Red, Ray Powell, and Slaking It Up, thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. So, today, um, actually, before I forget, <laughs> I almost forgot, be sure to check out our TCG player affiliate link in the description down below. All you have to do is click before you shop, and then do everything like you would normally do. Supports the podcast, no extra cost to you. Also, be sure to check out our Discord. They are a wonderful, it is a wonderful community there, uh, currently sitting at like 250, 260 people. And as of right now, on Thursdays, we're doing Road to Locals. So there's been some discussion on changing that to Wednesday. 
but as of right now we are doing it on thursday so be sure to check out our discord like i said the link is in the description down below and of course if you're on apple or spotify and you're enjoying the podcast let us know be sure to go ahead and leave a five-star rating or review leave a like whatever you want um if you're on youtube a like is how you would do it or you know subscribe to the podcast we would appreciate that too or wait till the end of the episode to subscribe you know let us give you something to think about before you go ahead and make that decision you know i we, we take all forms so with that said let's go ahead on and get on into the episode so we do have some a lot of new cards to talk about starting with animation chronicle 20, 2022 or AC-22 for short. So this is the second wave of cards that we're getting for Animation Chronicle. Animation Chronicle is what usually ends up becoming the side sets in the TCG. So we're not going to get these cards probably for a good while. Yeah, but but it's good to at least know that they exist now. Yeah, it's good to go ahead and be aware of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, So the Animation Chronicle specifically is where they basically release actual physical copies of anime cards they just kind of never made back in the day yeah pretty much and i think this one's pretty focused on 5d zexel and arc v oh yeah so so let's get right on into it so starting with the first card we have crystal skull not to be confused with chronomaly crystal skull just crystal skull not part of the chronomaly archetype correct level one water rock effect monster Zero attack, zero defense. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. One, if this card is summoned, take 1,000 damage, then change this card to defense position. During the end phase, if you took no effect damage this turn, you can take one rock monster with zero attack from your deck and either add it to your hand or special summon it. I know it sounds awful. And it kind of is. It's like, I know it sounds awful, but hear it out. Hear me out. That was it. That's all I got. It's awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, there are some effects later that kind of make sense why it's worded the way that it is. Gotcha. Next, we have Curse Reflection Doll. Quick play spell card. You can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. One, when a monster effect is activated that would inflict damage to you, your opponent takes the damage you would have taken instead. There you go. Yeah. Two, when you take battle damage and this card is in your graveyard, you can set it. Interesting. Interesting. We take those. Next up, we have an equip spell. Stonehenge. I would have made it a field spell, but it's an equip spell. W- whatever. Uh, you can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. Activate this card by targeting a monster with zero attack in your graveyard. Special summon it in attack position. And if you do, equip with this card. If this card leaves the field, destroy the monster. It's... What was that equip spell from back in the day? Oh, I have no idea. Like It's in goat format. Pay 800 to it's an equip spell pay 100 to special monster your graveyard and then equip it to it something like that yeah yeah it's basically that but for monsters with zero attack it's all right uh however combine that with the curse reflection doll and crystal skull that is a free you know during end phase get uh you know get a free rock monster yeah I mean, it could be cool for something like Adam Spader. I just think it's too slow. The thing is, I don't think any of their monsters have zero... I don't think any of their uh, monsters have zero attack. 
No, you target the crystal skull. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. It, it just seems like a lot of stuff that you could play in Adam Emancipator, but the well, thing no, no, is... no, no, no. The crystal skull searches another rock monster with zero attack. Oh, it has to have zero attack also? Yeah, it has to be a rock monster and have zero attack. I don't know if there's any. I'm sure there is one that they play that has zero attack. Maybe. But I don't know off the top of my head. Moving right along, we have Dream Shark, a level 5 water fish monster. Zero attack, 2600 defense. You can only see first and third effect of this card's name used once per turn. One, if you control no monsters or all monsters you control are water monsters, you can special, special summon this card from your hand. Two, the first time with this card will be controlled by battle each turn, it is not. Cool. Three, when a card or effect is activated that will inflict damage to you, is activated and this card is in your graveyard. Quick effect, splash them this card. If you do, you take no damage from that card or effect. Also, this card loses a thousand defense. Also, banish it when it leaves the field. That's a lot of also in that effect. Yeah, that is a lot of also. But also, haha, it's another way to avoid that 1000 burn from the crystal skull. Right. So, that's cool, I guess. All right, moving right along. You want to get the next one? Uh, sure. We have Heroic Call, a normal spell card. You can only activate one card with this card's name per turn. One, special summon a warrior monster from your hand or graveyard, and if it, and if it is a non-heroic monster, it cannot attack. Also, its effects are negated. All right. Uh, if you have 500 or less life points, you can banish this card from your graveyard, then target a face-up monster you control. It gains 500 attack for each heroic card you control that and that is attached to your exceeds monsters as material. This is for heroic decks. It's all right. I mean, heroic calls okay if you're a non-heroic, if you're just ge generic warrior, I guess. Yep, it's a card. Yeah, it exists. Yep. All right. Uh, moving right along. All right, and the next card we have to talk about is oily cicada. What a Ooh. weird name for a card. Yeah, that is weird. But it's an insect, so this could be relevant. Level three insect at that. Yeah. Level 3, Wind Insect Effect Monster. 1,000 attack, 1,000 defense. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. If this card is normal or special summoned, you can reduce the level of all insect monsters you can currently control by 1. 2. If this card's battle position has changed, you can special summon one oily cicada from your hand, deck, or graveyard. Okay. Interesting. I'm sure there's probably, like, some niche uses for that that we just can't think of. I'm hoping that... I'm hoping that this next card is a little bit more relevant because it's another bug I can see. Yeah, uh, Dream Cicada. Yeah. Sure. Uh, wind Insect, uh, level 3, 300 attack, 1300 defense. Okay. You can only special summon this... You can only special summon... Can only be, can, you can only special summon with the first effect of this card's name once per turn. Also, you cannot use... You can only use the second effect of this card's name per once per turn. Wow. I flubbed that horribly. I am sorry. It'd be like that sometimes. It's late. Uh, one, if you control an attack position insect monster, you can special summon this card from your hand. That's pretty good. That's really good. That Two. is a free extender in the B Trooper deck. If this card is normal or special summon, target a monster on the field. Change its battle position. So normal summon oily, special dream, effective dream to flip oily. Or it's, no, not set it. Just like, oh, oh, you mean like tilt it. Yeah, tilt. Yeah, thank you. Tilt oily effect to bring out another oily that's three level threes or three level one or three level twos or three insects to link off exactly yeah that's what i'm yeah or that that's 
That's actually pretty good. Yo, hear me out. Hear me out. Normal oily. Yeah. Special dream. Then proceed to um, tilt oily. Tilt special. Then you can. Um, what do you do? You uh. Oh gosh. Uh, oh, and then you link to make cherubini send water enchantress. Oh my god! Because <laughs> they're level three. Oh my goodness! It's an easy access to the adventure package in B Trooper. Oh my god! They probably already have it somewhere, but that's just the first thing that came. It's bad. When I see, ooh, B Trooper. This card. This is good for B Troopers. This gives B Troopers access to Cherubini. Searchable access because Oily Cicada, although it can't special summon itself, gets its effect off. Uh, just anytime it gets tilted, it doesn't matter if it's normal or special summoned. Right. Interesting. Actually. Is there is there an, a level because like if there is a no never mind because then that would just make the oily uh, cicada level two. I was thinking like if you, could, if you could summon it while you have a level four, you could re- level reduce it and then but then it's like oh then also make a little cicada cicada level two. Yeah yeah. Dang. Oh well. All right. Next we have number two ninja shadow mosquito. It is a rank two wind insect Ixies effect monster. Zero attack zero defense. Materials, two plus level two monsters. So two or more. Right. One, cannot be destroyed by battle. You take no battle damage for battles involving this card. Uh-oh, this card is reeking of Zeus. Two, your opponent's monsters must attack if able. Three, when a monster declares an attack, you can activate one of these effects. Detach one one material from this card, and if you do, place one hallucination counter on a face-up monster your opponent controls. The effects of monsters with a hallucination counter are negated. Inflict damage to your opponent equal to the attack of one monster with a hallucination counter. Not once per turn. None of those are once per turn. But also, not the best. I'm convinced this card is playable in Splite as like a Zeus Turbo card, but... Well, I mean, mean, if you're able to make like two, you could do Zeus. And then downward Zeus, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Well, here's the thing, because if you make... Actually, no, because... Actually, if in Splite you can pump out like five level twos, that's yeah. a six material Zeus without using Downard. Right. And then a lot of people say like Cat Shark is better because for those that don't know, just real quick, Cat Shark says, because I happen to have a copy in front of me, uh, when this card has exceeds has when this card has an exceeds material that was attached that is, was originally water it cannot be destroyed by battle and then once per turn during your turn you can detach an exceeds material target a rank four or lower exceeds monster control and its attack defense become double its original attack defense at the end of the turn so you make that with frogs right and then boop okay cool my face do zeus yeah exactly okay and you can also double the attack of one of the other splites I'd almost say this thing is better than Cat Shark because it doesn't have to have a water. Well, it also lets you make a yeah. bigger. It also lets you have a bigger Zeus. I would probably still play it. I would probably play both, to be honest with you. Fair enough. Like if I have access to my Frog Engine, then I'll probably go Cat Shark. And if I don't have access to the Frog Engine, but I still want to make Zeus, I can just go into this guy. Yeah, uh, I mean another option. Is, well, here's the thing: cause you can also make this guy with the Frog Engine. Right. So like if you're like all you have to make to make the the, the rank two are your frogs, I'd say cat shark is better. But if you're like I also have a one or two splites I can utilize here, 
I would say this guy is better because you can use those extra materials to make a bigger stacked Zeus. Yeah. I don't know how, like... I don't know how, like, tight the extra deck is on Splite, so I think it might still be worth running, uh, two. Like, one, like one of each. Both. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, next card we have is... Ninja Art of Mosquito Marching. Ninjutsu Art. Yeah, Ninjutsu Art of Mosquito Marching. Which makes this searchable in the ninja decks. Yes, it does. Uh, normal spell. You can only use the first and second effect of this card's name each once per turn. One, special summon up to two level four or lower insects with the same level from your hand. Two, if you control number two Ninja Shadow Mosquito, you can banish this card from your graveyard. Then target face-up monsters your opponent controls up to the number of insect monsters you control. Place a hallucination counter on each of them. And the effects of monsters with the hallucination yeah, counter. Yeah, are Dude. That's really good in B-Trooper. The issue is the B-Troopers don't have any level 2s, I don't think. Well, that's the thing. Um, normal, uh, summon Oily. Special summon, uh, Dream. Special summon the third Oily, the, the, the second Oily. The second Oily, uh, it activates effect, reducing their, all three of their levels to two. Wham. Yeah. It seems like a really specific two-card combo, though. Yeah, well. Like, at that point, I would rather just run the, um the dream cicada and just run three of it as a generic summoning extender for yeah, yeah, b yeah. troopers oh yeah yeah because all it requires is you have a is that you have an attack position uh insect b trooper armor horn is always an attack position true so you literally make armor horn special this guy affect armor horn to get your normal extra normal summon and now you have a now you have you can just skip uh the rank three and just go straight into a rank four. Oh, something else you can do Really good here. Make Verte. Make DPE. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is the thing you can do. B Trooper, the best DPE making us deck in the planet. Now, uh, so. No, yeah. They already are. Yeah, yeah. That that deck is so good at uh, that. Fair enough. Uh, moving right along, we have Todoroki, the Earthbound Star. Earth Level- Bolt Star. Earth Bolt Star, thank you. Level 6 Earth Warrior. 2100 attack, no defense. You can only special summon this card with the first effect of this card's names once per turn. Also, you can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. So, both things are hard once per turn. Yep. You can, one, you can special summon this card from your hand by sending one other monster from your hand to the graveyard, but it loses 500 attack. So, it's just a generic special summon out of your hand. Yes. During the battle phase, quick effect, pay 500 life points, fusion summon a warrior mo- fusion monster from your extra deck using mater- monsters from your hand or field as material. He does not have to use himself. Right. And... Uh, I mean... That, that's my opinion. It's just... Uh? I mean... Moving right along. Cinco, the Skybolt Star. Light Warrior, level 7. 2400 attack, 0 defense. Defense points are overrated anyway. <laughs> You can only use the first and second effects of this card's name each once per turn. One, if a if an earth monster or monsters is normal or special summoned to your field, you can special summon this card from your hand. Two, you, can, ba- you can banish this card from your graveyard, then target one level five or higher warrior monster you control and one opponent's attack position monster. Your monster loses 1,500 attack, and if it does, destroy that opponent's monster. Okay. Uh, Ryzen, the Break Bolt Star, level 10 light warrior fusion. 3,000 attack, 2,200 defense. 
Materials, a level 5 or higher light warrior monster and an earth warrior. Okay, it's supposed to be fused with those two. Got it. Uh, you can only use the third effect of this card's name once per turn. One, piercing. Literally. Yeah. Two, if this card battles a monster without a level, any battle damage this card to your <laughs> this card inflicts to your opponent is doubled. So, double piercing against exceeds in uh, links. Well, against exceeds. Yeah. But then it also does double battle damage against links, which is cool. Yeah. That's a lot coming. That That's... 25, 5k if they attack over your birthday. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, True. Three. No. Yeah. 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 Three. During the end phase, if this card is not in your grave, is not bad. 5,500, I think, actually. 25. No, it's 3k. So 20. Yeah, it's 3k minus 500 because Verte, and then 25, 25. 5k. No, it's just. Oh, it's not double. Yeah. <clears throat> During the end phase, if this card is in your graveyard because it's destroyed by battle or card effect, we sent there this turn. No, yeah, no, it, it'd be 5,500. Its attack is doubled, not it attacks twice. No, 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 no. If this card battles monster without any level, any battle damage this card inflicts your opponent is doubled. Oh, the battle damage inflicted is doubled. Its attack doesn't double. Got Correct. it. Never mind. Excuse me. It's late. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. Three during your, during the end phase, if this card is in your graveyard because destroyed by battle or card effect in center of this turn, target two level seven lower or lower warrior monster in your graveyard. Special summon them. It can recur itself and then you can reactivate um, Earthbolt Star to refuse back into them. So new yes. copy. So that's eh. They exist. They, they exist now. Uh, next up, we have another card that will that is in the. Duelist <clears throat> Pack Pyroxene Warriors. Yes. Or uh, Pyroxene, whatever. Warriors the Pyroxene. Yeah, that. Uh, Kelbeck, the Ancient Vanguard. This is a this is a, a retrain of an old Earth Fairy called Kelbeck, which was in uh, Ishtar's deck, I think. It was. Uh, it's old. Yeah, old, old, and it's a retrain for it. Level we four. Get, we got a Kelbeck retrain before we got Gate Guardian support. Come on, Konami, <laughs> what are you doing? I saw that tweet too. Uh, yeah, but it stands. Yeah, no, it, they are correct. Uh, level 4 Earth Fairy Effect Monster. 1500 attack, 1800 defense. You can only use the first and second of this card's name each once per turn. 1. If a card or cards is sent from the hand and or deck to your opponent's graveyard, you can target one opponent special summon monster. Special summon this card from your hand and then return the monster to the hand. Punishment for activating a hand trap. That's hilarious. I mean, it'd be like that. Uh, two, if this card is sent from the hand or deck to the graveyard, you can send the top five cards of each deck to the graveyard. Then if you have Exchange of the Spirit in your graveyard, you can set one trap from your graveyard. Eh. Ho, 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 ho. If your opponent activates... Like, 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 like let's say your opponent, like... Like, you activate one of your uh, Floodgate traps and your opponent hits it, you can recur it with this. <laughs> I mean, yes, but one, only if you have Exchange of the Spirit in your graveyard, and two, yeah. this card's boo-boo garbage. Yeah. Now, the first effect is okay. Yeah. Because it's only it's only relevant going second. Yeah. Because uh, you have to be able to target an opponent's special summon monster. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Now, that, that was about uh, it for that card. Uh, the next up, we got some of the uh, some of the spells and traps for the Crystal Beast Structure Deck. The new cards from the Crystal Beast Structure Deck. Right. Uh, so, first off, we have Crystal Protection. Normal spell. 
can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn. 1. Target a Crystal Beast monster card you control. Destroy it and special summon a Crystal Beast token with the same original type, attribute, level, and attack and defense. Wow, they only have to run six names now. Yeah. Because this could because it's seven Crystal Beasts with different names. This is a Crystal Beast with a different name. Yeah. Uh, two, if a Crystal Beast card of cards is placed in your spell and trap zone and this card is in your graveyard, even during the damage step, you can banish this card. Special summon a Crystal Beast monster card from your spell and trap zone. So does the deck run Foolish Burial Goods now? Maybe? Because it seems like the really good part about this is the graveyard effect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, because that, I mean, because it makes a uh, normal summon Sapphire Pegasus into a into a Verte or a Fairjeet or a, potentially. Yeah, depending depending upon. Because uh, uh, Sapphire Pegasus, if I'm remembering correctly, on normal summon, immediately lets you search your deck for a Crystal Beast and place it in your spell and trap zone as a continuous spell card. Right. So, so what you do is you foolish berry goods this first. A normal summon uh, Cobalt Sapphire Pegasus. Effect, Cobalt Sapphire Pegasus. Cobalt. Yeah. Effect and then effect of banish this to get it out it's also like a free rank four if you grab like amber mammoth or topaz type one of the level fours right right so next we have crystal grace normal trap you can only use the second effect of this card's name once per turn one special summon up to two crystal beast monster cards from your spell and trap zones and if you do gain life points equal to their total original attack two if a Crystal Beast card or cards is placed in your spell and trap zone while this card is in your graveyard, even during the damage step, you can banish this card, excavate the top card of your deck, and if, if it is a Crystal Beast monster, either add it to your hand or special summon it. Otherwise, send it to the graveyard. Yo, that's a pretty decent graveyard effect, actually. Not the worst. I'm really thinking they start playing Foolish Barrel Goods. Yeah. Uh, next up is Crystal Miracle, a counter trap card. You can only use the second effect this card's name once per turn, so the first effect is not once per turn. When a spell or trap card or monster effect is activated, destroy a crystal beast card you control. And if you do, negate the activation. If you do that, destroy that card. Now that is good. It's an omni-negate counter trap. Count it's an omni-negate counter trap that also pushes your uh it also pushes your decks uh keep saying agenda. I keep thinking agenda, but that it's not quite your game plan. It forwards strategy. That's it. It forwards your strategy. Well, I was gonna say it. It progresses your game state. Yes, by putting that crystal beast into the spell and trap card zone. Yes, because then you can activate that first spell to just immediately bring it right back. Yes. Uh, two. If a crystal beast is placed in your spell and trap zone while this card is in your graveyard, even during the damage step, you can banish this card, place a crystal beast monster from your hand, deck, or graveyard face up in your spell and trap zone as a continuous spell. This card is good. That's actually really solid. Uh, and then, of course, they're also uh, talking about the reprints of Rainbow Dark Dragon, Crystal Master, Crystal Keeper, Ancient City, Rainbow Ruins, Crystal Beacon, Crystal Abundance, Rare Value, Advanced Dark, and C Crystal Conclave. Very interesting. Advanced Dark, as I recall, is terrible. Because all it does is, because all it really does is change all your Crystal Beasts to Dark Monsters to then special summon the Rainbow Dark Dragon. Right. Rather than releasing the dark versions of the Crystal Beasts' actual monsters like they were in the anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just went, eh, they're all the same. One card. Well, 
that will wrap it up for today's new cards gonna take just a second to talk about our sponsor etb games so huge shout out to etb games in alexandria louisiana they are of course our locals and they are your one-stop shop for all of your card game needs they have singles and sealed product they have deck boxes they have mats sleeves binders everything that you need for all the games you love such as Yu-Gi-Oh, magic the gathering pokemon and digimon they also have everything that you need for all your tabletop games. They have paint, they have figurines, they have the pre-painted figurines, they have mats, books, they have a tabletop space to play on, and everything that you could possibly need. And they also have a really cool video gaming space if you just want to go there and play some video games or whatever. So again, that is ETB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. And if you're interested, please be sure to check them out. Now. The back half of the episode, I want to take a few moments to, to talk about meta a little bit more. I know that not everybody loves it when we talk too much about the meta because while it is relevant and while it is important, not everybody plays meta. A lot of people play casually, so they like hearing new cards and things like that, but I think it's pretty important to talk about these meta trends and these things that we see happening because it really does shine a light on what's happening in the game right now. This influences so much about the game. It influences ban lists. It influences deck building choices. It influences what is happening at these events that we cover so often. So with that said, what we're going to talk about here is a few cards that we think are very good and very underrated in the current format. So these cards that we're about to talk about are cards that are not seeing super high levels of meta representation, but are still very powerful cards that should be explored and considered anyway. It's worth taking these cards and looking at them objectively through a lens of what does this card really do in the current metagame against some of these more powerful decks. So with that said, Caleb, what is the first card on our list? Okay, so we did, yeah, so as you said, we did have a kind of list. I've kind of split it up into three categories with uh, quotation marks, uh, hand traps, board breakers, and floodgates. Sure. Uh, so let's start with hand traps. Um, since they're, mon- since they're both monsters, I just put the one with higher attack points at top because that's how I normally organize my stuff. Yeah. Uh, Skullmeister. I think Skullmeister is actually a really cool card in this format. Oh, yeah. So, for those of you who do not know what Skullmeister does, anytime your opponent activates a card effect in the grave, Skull- you discard Skullmeister and negate it. Is it a card effect or a monster effect? I don't remember. Uh, we should have. We should know this before we started. Yeah. Oh, we're professional. Um, <laughs> uh, thing is, I've only ever used it against monster effects, personally. No, it's a card effect. You're right. Okay, cool. It, it's just any card effect. Okay, cool. I, I couldn't remember if it was or not, but I've only ever personally used it against monster effects. Right, right. Because that's just how kind of how it turns out. Um, so up against what I've like, what I like to call the big three. Right now. Yeah, because I do think that there are three decks that are currently in the meta that really stand above and beyond anything else. Yeah. Plus, uh, well, I call them the big three plus one. Plus one? The plus one is Brave. Specifically, the the, the entire adventure engine. That's fair. That That is fair. 
Because if you look at the representation outside of the big three, you're looking at mostly brave decks. Yeah. So the big three are, just for everyone's references, uh, Sword Soul, uh, Prank Kids, and Despia. Right. That's all variant forms of Prank Kids and Despia, by the way. And all variant forms therein as well. So like with the Prank Kids, it could be Adventure Prank prank Kids, Pure Prank Kids. Although you're not going to see Pure Prank Kids. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and then for the Despia, same thing with the more Albaz variants, whatever. Yeah, the Adventure one as well. What, whatever, just generic. So, so okay. So first off, Skullmeister against Sword Soul. It it's an interesting card. Oh, absolutely. Um, particularly because particularly uh, if your opponent doesn't expect you have it, if they don't do their chain links right on their one of their big combos, Chi uh, Zhao uh, Mo Yi. Well, if they do do their chain links right. Well, in this exact situation, well, if they do them as they're supposed as they normally do, if I if I remember, it's Chi Zhao one Mo Yi two, correct? Correct. And then chain link three would be Skullmeister negating Mo Yi. Yeah. So that basically ends up if the if everything resolves properly, then what ends up happening is, or rather, if if the Sword Soul player resolves that those chain links properly, they literally just get engaged. It's just engage. So the ability to take them off of half of that could be really good. But I think the card actually shines in other places. Yeah, that was just like the first place I wanted to talk about was the yeah. engage spot, the engage combo. Right, right. Um, That's fair. Another now another no another major place it can hit, which depending upon the current game state could be completely useless and it could actually just straight up uh, push the game more into your favor is actually negating Long Wand's burn effect. That is, it's something you can do, yeah. Yeah, you can do it. Um, it can, it, like, 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 if your opponent, like, if that's what your opponent is, is like, let's say you have your opponent in a situation where they can't game you unless they get that burn effect off. It might be worth stopping it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> um, let's see, where's some other good places for Sword Soul? You're the Sword Soul expert. <laughs> right, sure. So, the other places that you really want to look to hit the Sword Soul deck, in my opinion, are when they activate the Tenyas in the graveyard. So, something like Ghost Spell cannot stop the Tenya effects in the graveyard because they banish for cost. But the effect is still activated in the graveyard. I believe that what I'm saying is correct. Yes. So... For example, if your opponent has a non-effect monster on board and they go to activate Ashuna to special summon any Tenyi monster from their deck, then... Yeah, you can absolutely Skull Monster that, that dude. Which is a huge, huge place to stop that deck. Oh, yeah. That Ashuna is so important. Oh yeah, because right at that right at that moment, they're probably at that. Usually, they're trying to extend into something. You can stop that extension altogether. Absolutely, yeah. Skull, um, Skullmeister on Ashuna can be critical because a, a good example would be if your opponent has, say, they went activate Ashuna, or say they went Ashuna special, make monk, normal Moe, reveal one in hand, right? And you go Ghost Bell, or Ghost Ogre, rather. And you destroy the Moyi, and now they're left with something along the lines of Monk and the token. the token. 
Normally what a Sword Soul player would do there is activate Ashuna to make Shatana and then Shatana in the token. But if you can stop them from that Shatana, then they can't link summon mm -hmm. or anything else. Yeah. All they can do is synchro summon because the token locks them into synchro summoning. They've already normal summoned, so they can't put another monster on board. They would have to have Longyan and something to discard for Longyan to extend. Yeah. And um, even then the extension feels not great or they can also have heavenly dragon circle but yeah. the, the point is it, it puts them on they gotta have something right they have to have the extender so yeah. i would say that hitting the ashuna is probably the best place in the entire deck to hit it yeah uh you could then, also hit hara or Vashuda depending on the situation yeah but, yeah particularly if you've already presented a board and your opponent is attempting to use the Vashuda to break said board with a bounce right you can stop that yes um and then for prank kids, uh, it can stop all of the uh, all the kids uh, after they link it after they link off one of the kids into cat. Right. So, like a normal prank kids combo starts off normal summon Roxies, Lampsies, Fansies, or Dropsies, one of them, and then link one into cat, and then right. activate their graveyard effect. You can do, you can skullmeister that. Right. And a lot of times, similar to ashing the kid, it can just turn off the entire deck. Well, actually, it's literally the exact same thing as ashing the kid because the kid's trying to fetch something out of it. Right, yeah, it's, it's the exact same principle. And and you get to save your ash if they just kind of go extend one more and attempt vertex. Right. Or not, like, like they activate something to try and extend one more and then you can ash that. Or it saves the ash for a lot of them, are, actually all of them, are running the adventure package. Yeah, yeah, you can save your ash for... Uh, Water Enchantress. No. You don't want to do that because they might just because they might already have the right of Aramis here. In Listen, hand. if they had three of the cards in their hand, they've got it there. I would still wait. For, it's still just safer to just hit the right in that situation. You cannot ash right. What am I thinking of? There's fateful. You can fateful, ash. Yes, fateful. Thank you. The you, issue you is if you fateful. ash their one of their fateful effects, then they have the other effect of Fateful oh, anyway. That's fair. That is fair. So if it's Ash specifically, I use it on... Personally. Yeah. Personally. I use it on... If if I don't... If I have the read that they are like desperately using the Adventure Engine. Yeah. Or like if I have Ash Skullmeister in my hand and they start with the Adventure Package, I might start with Ashing the um, Water Enchantress. But... And then save the Skullmeister for the what you call it the kid something else you can do is that if your opponent starts with the uh well you know what i'll save that for when we get to the yeah yeah because yeah, we're gonna we're talk about the adventure package yeah. specifically uh let's say it up against despia skullmeister's cool up against despia because they can stop specifically the edge imp chain which can be a pretty big hit or you also have the option of some of their despia some of their uh the branded dragons when they go to the grave, they have their special activated effects. You can hit those also. Yeah, it's not as good, but still pretty solid. Um, particularly when they try to like make uh make that turnabout that the deck really likes to do. Right. When they're trying to like establish their follow up. Yeah, yeah. You can kind of say no. Right. Right. Yeah. And then against specifically the adventure the adventure package. package. It has okay. two places it can hit. Yeah. Two major important places, which are. Can you tell me, Caleb? Because okay, first off, you've been learning the adventure yeah, package yeah. here lately. First off, Water Enchantress, if she's in the grave. Yes. So if they like go into um, 
into a uh, cherubini and then effect to mill activate effect cool boom there you go right they have it puts them on they gotta have everything else in hand and it can also stop stop um uh draco back right on the discard well when it when you discard draco back and then when it, it'll attempt to activate to attach itself you can hit it skull, there yeah well. you can skull my straight there and at right. least keeps him off the drago back uh if you like ashed instead if you instead like were like i'm gonna hold this and then ash the right but then they have the right anyway and you're like okay yeah. cool I'll, i have this for the drago back right the one place that skullmeister gets kind of crusty against prank is uh, by the way i just want to go back yeah, to kind of for a second going back because we yeah yeah it does get a little bit crusty against prank kids if they are chain blocking with prank kids place which they can do but everything gets crusty against prank kids when they're chain blocking with prank kids place so exactly you know you just kind of got to take the good with the bad yeah uh and then of course uh there's then of course if you're going beneath the big three plus one into other stuff Skullmeister still does have its niche uses against everything. Uh, it's got it's actually got a pretty good use against um, uh, Salamangrade. Uh, I think it's got one. I think it's pretty good against uh, Adignister, maybe, uh, and Co-Talkers possibly. I'm not a hundred percent sure on that. Um, but if you're expecting to see a deck that we that isn't the Big Four Plus One at your like local level. Then I would, in your in your training skull mice, I would then research the the individual and the individual decks and how they kind of twist around. Uh, right, Master. right. The big thing you want to look for though is activate effect engrave to special summon a card out of the deck. That's the big thing you want to look for. Right. All right. So what's the next card we have on the list? DD Crow. Good card. Oh, very good card. So hmm, first off, up against the big three plus one, Sword Soul. Um, same thing with uh, Skullmeister. You kind of want to hit the, uh, what you call it's the, uh, Tinnies. Yeah. So the thing about DD Crow against Sword Soul, Sword Soul specifically is you have to preemptively hit the Tinnies before they can be used. Exactly. And you have to make sure you don't do it when Changing is on the field. Otherwise you're accidentally going to proc Changing's effect to banish Correct. a card from your, from your um, grave and field. A great place to do it is normal summon Ed Hara, link one into Monk. DD Crow at Hara. Dog, I'm sick. What's up? They just released 10 new Blackwing cards just now. You know what? We'll get those next episode. Yeah, yeah. Because we're already yeah. so deep into this one. Yeah. Anyway. So be sure to listen to next week's, next Tuesday's episode especially, if you want to hear all the Blackwing cards. Yeah, especially if you really like Blackwings. Okay, uh, back Which to Which I do. Yeah, back to what we were saying. This is actually frustrating me. Okay, so DD Crow against Sword Soul, you have to kind of preemptively hit the Tenyes yeah. before they leave the graveyard, or um, if they activate the Sword Soul Sacred Summit, which is the Monster Reborn, you can hit their target. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, whenever they unlike... Oh, also, if they activate Baxia when they target Engrave, you can hit the Baxia target. Correct. You can just chain and target and target their target and banish it before, and then... Yes. Yeah. Um, something else you can do is, like, whenever Yazi activates its... No, I'm thinking of something else. Never mind, ignore that. However, <laughs> uh, oh, another place you can hit them is if they're going, is if they just start with their Hulk stuff. Make Hulk a Fibrax link to. Yeah, you can hit the desk bot. You can hit the desk bot, and then they're stuck without their desk bot. Yeah, that makes it a little bit crustier, but if they already have Ashuna and Grave, 
they, then I would hold the DD Crow, to be honest. Keep with in you. mind, DD Crow is not once per turn. Yes. So if you do have multiple crows against Sword Soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say, though, that if they already have Ashuna engraved and you only have one crow, yeah, uh, it's crow. really difficult to stop at that point because if they've already gone Hulk combo, then all they have to do is activate Ashuna to summon the Adhara and then they can still make Yazi there. Yeah, yeah, it gets exactly. a little crustier, but they can still do it, and it's not yeah, bad. It, it, exactly. So it's definitely one of those things where you kind of where you kind of have to make the right call there. Yes. Um, uh, up against uh, prank kids. Um, let's see. Whenever they link one place, you should be able to hit them. Is that whenever they link one into the cat? In response to that, crow the kid, and the kid won't get his effect. If I'm remembering how that how that chain link would work properly. Oh no, I think the kid still gets its effect because the summon resolves successfully. Fair enough. Okay, that, that was that was uh, if I'm Wait. remembering correctly. Because, I'm sorry. Say that again. Okay. Normal summon kit. Normal summon prank kit. Link one in a cat. Yes. In response to summon of cat, chain crow. But I don't think it can activate during the summon response window. Correct. Yes. Okay. But, but I mean, you can still DD Crow the kid and it prevents it from being recycled. Oh, no, I'm getting DMs from people telling me that these cards are literally insane. The new Blackwing cards. <laughs> They're like actually cracked. Okay, we can <sighs> read them later. Um, I'm so sick. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Where's some other good places to crow the... Despia. The let's move on to Despia. Yeah. Truth be told... We have seven cards to get to and we're almost out of time. Fair enough. Long story short, DD Crow, not great against prank kids. It's okay. Yeah. Against Despia, though, um, the discard off Lubellion, you can crow that, no problem. You can also, so if they activate polymerization, and, or not polymerization, if they activate branded in red, and they use one of their monsters in grave as material, if you chain DD Crow to the branded in red to hit one of the monsters that they targeted with branded in red, it does nothing. It resolves with that effect, correct? Yes. It, it it literally has no target anymore. Also, if they if they special Lubellion activate effect discard Egypt chain, yeah, you can as DD, one of the materials, you can DD Crow the chain, and it won't it won't it will not activate because it never successfully hit the graveyard. It's similar to as far as it's aware of, right? It's similar to Cyber Angel Ben Ten in that yep. instance. Um, actually, a lot of cards that uh, when it's into graveyard. Yes, Kit. You can make the same thing happen with Kit and Karis. So. Yeah. Uh, and Nerval too, actually. Right. But it's less likely to happen with Nerval just because of what happens. That's neither here nor there. And then up against the plus, and then up against the big ones. Um, activate Cherubini. It mills the Water Enchanter for cost. Chain Crow. Right. They don't so, have Water Enchantress. Yeah. If there, if you can catch the Water Enchantress in Grave and it hasn't been activated yet then you can absolutely hit the Water Enchantress out of the graveyard before they have a chance to activate it. Also, again, Draco back in grave. You can Correct. DD Crow the Draco back out of the grave. It is a card, right? Not a monster. Uh, Let me double check that. Great. We're stuck again double checking things that we should already have checked before we started. It's possible because we don't, have, we don't have these cards like right here in front of us. True. Um, Otherwise, we wouldn't have this issue. Yeah, it's one card. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. So yeah, you can hit that as well. Um... So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, something else which is funny that you can hit with specifically DD Crow is if your opponent activates one of the uh, Eldritch traps, you can 
Or like when your opponent like activates something to send one of the Elder Traps, you can chain the crow and get rid of the trap. <laughs> right, right. Um. Anyway, uh, let's see. Moving on to the next card in our list. We have... Oh, okay. Now we're moving on to Board Breakers. Nightbeam. Nightbeam's such a cool card right now. So what Nightbeam does is you target a set spell or trap your opponent control, that your opponent has. Yes. Destroy it. They cannot activate that set card in response to this card. So the reason that I think Nightbeam is so uniquely cool right now, and honestly, I think we can group the next card up with this one and talk about them both at once. Okay. So the next card we had was Anti-Magic Arrows. Because they're kind of the same thing. They... It's not even that they're the same thing. It's that they can serve the same purpose. Yeah, which is specifically stopping Branded in Red. And the Prank Kids Fusion spell also. Yes. Okay. And it's not even necessarily whether or not they stop it. It's just, you. if you don't stop it, you force it. You force them to use it before they want to. Yeah. Uh, which anti, is crusty. Uh, Anti-Magic Arrow is a quick play spell, by the way. Uh, that at the start of the battle phase... Uh, you target a... No. no. For the rest of this turn, after this Great, card yeah. resolves, spell trap cards and their effects cannot be activated. Cards and effects cannot be activated in response to this card's activation. So it's spell speed four. Yeah. There so you go. So Nightbeam, you just can't activate that particular card. And it's a normal spell card. Right. This is a quick play spell you activate at the start of your battle phase. So it's like anti-evenly matched. Yeah, yeah. So the cool thing about specifically Nightbeam is that... If your opponent chooses to activate a card in response to the Night Beam, a different card, let's say, for example, that they have a branded and red set, and they don't have, and they have another card set that's an unknown. But you know which one's branded and red. Right. So you target the branded and red. They'll chain the, they'll chain the other card, use its effect, and then chain the branded and red. But here's the cool thing. Not they're only... St they're still losing the branded and red, plus... Right, the so other card was. if you started off with the Night Beam, then what this causes is a really unique situation where they have used their Branded in Red to make the Guardian Chimera before they were ready to make it. That way you don't they don't get the proper interruption that they were looking for. And also, they also have... They've used multiple cards to just to answer the Night Beam. So you're going plus no matter, or you're you're minusing your opponent no matter what happens. Yeah. Overall, it's a plus for you because your opponent minused. Exactly. Yeah. You you lost one card, they lost two. It's potentially a huge tempo end card advantage swing just resolving night beam no matter what your opponent does. Oh yeah. And then anti spell arrow is the same is kind of the same idea, uh, but it just kind of shuts off the spells and traps during the battle phase. Keep in mind, it's all spells and traps. So even your opponent was doing, trying to do something kind of sneaky, like they're like they're cyber dragons with the set limiter removal. I think the really cool thing is, yeah, you didn't, y'all, y'all couldn't see that at home, but Caleb like made a face and held his arms up, like yeah, um, I'm not wrong. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. The cool thing about anti magic arrows is, against a deck like Despia. They might not be expecting something like this. So if they decide to hold the Brandon in red and not shotgun it, then it allows you to go into your main phase too. And I think anti-magic arrows is a little bit specifically better in Sword Soul yeah. because of the presence of Baxia and Vishuda. Because in that deck, you have so much ability to bounce and spin cards back to your opponent's hand. 
I can res I can use multiple Baxias in a turn and spin like four cards back to my opponent's deck. You've done it to me before. Yes, because Baxia is not once per turn. To be fair, it was after uh, activating a Dark Roller no more. Yes, good cards. But the thing is, in certain decks where you have the ability to tot not just break a board, but completely just take all the resources away from your opponent like that, I think that it's a really uniquely good card. Mm -hmm. But in general, I think Anti-Magic Arrows is a strong card no matter what, but I do actually think Night Beam is a little bit be more generically better. Yeah. And of course, neither one of those cards really do anything to specifically the adventure engine. The adventure engine. It's primarily against uh, Prank Kids and uh, Sword Soul. Not Sword Soul. Prank Kids and Despia. Despia. Right. Uh, the next up for board, board. Do what? Yeah, yeah. Next up is uh, Evenly Matched. Right. Yeah, great, great board breaker card. Um, for those of you who do not know what it does, I'd be surprised if you didn't, just in case. Um, uh, you, your opponent, so you activate your opponent has to banish face down all cards on their field until they control the same amount of cards as you. So minimum one, because you have the right. However, you can also activate this card from your hand at the end of your battle phase. Right. If you control no other cards on your field. Correct. So theoretically, you go draw for turn, stand by main, battle, end of battle. Activate evenly. Yeah. So first so first off this forces uh, in the case of like they already have their board set up it forces interaction either, an interaction of some kind and then you just go full board and rip their board apart or even funnier if let's say they are uh, uh like again specifically sword soul if you set it and your opponent ends up with one of their tokens you can flip it and they have to keep the token Yes. Because tokens can't be banished face down. <laughs> or if you're playing against any of the adventure decks. Same thing. If they have the adventure token face up, and for whatever reason they don't have Wandering Griffin Rider, whether you negated its effect, whether well, you... Well, the thing is that if you set it, you don't have to wait for the battle phase. Yeah, what I'm saying is, if your opponent has the Wandering Griffin Rider, if it's just your first turn and you have it in your hand, say you're going second and you sided them in, if your opponent has, say, full board and they have Wandering Griffin Rider up and that's their only spell trap negate or Omni negate. Yeah. Then if you have a way to negate the Wandering Griffin Rider, say a Chalice or an Imperm, you activate them, resolve them, and then you move to battle and yep. then hit them with evenly. Yep. And they lose everything but the token. Correct. Something else you can do is if you go first and you draw your evenly, you can set it. And then whenever they attempt to activate the Faithful Adventurer's first search effect, flip it. Yeah, that makes sense because it being a continuous spell, it won't resolve because they cannot, they have to keep the token because tokens cannot be banished face down. So if they have a token face up on the board, they have to keep the token. Now, to be fair, if you have two cards on your field, they can keep the token and the faithful adventure. And it would still resolve. Correct. So you have to be careful about what you have on your field when you activate it. Yeah, but that's just as an example. So basically, if you're ever in a situation where your opponent has a, has any tokens at whatsoever, evenly matched just becomes a lot more powerful because you know what your opponent's going to have on their board after the evenly match. As opposed to if they didn't have the token, they got to pick one card to keep. Right. Um, and that could be anything from if uh, from in Sword Soul, they could keep decide to keep the uh, like keep a Chi Zhao or keep Baron. 
Yeah. And that still leaves them with a negate on board. Uh, Despia, Despia, I, I don't think really cares too, too much about it. They'll just go, cool, I'll just keep the branded in red. Right. And then main phase two. Bah, 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 bah. Bah, 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 bah. The branded in red. <laughs> um, and we already talked about how it affects the, uh, that, uh, the, uh, uh, Water Enchantress adventure package matchup against Prank Kids, however, is where it gets interesting. Okay. Because there's not a whole lot they can do with just one card. It does hurt that deck a good bit. Especially if they've already gone full board and they don't have an Omni Negate of some kind. Yeah, the interesting thing about Prank Kids specifically, though, is I think that that deck... It can do other things to try to set itself up for the next turn. Yeah, yeah, and most of the but here, the thing is, is that vast majority of that is all is on the field, and you're just blowing it away. Not only that, a lot of the stuff that 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 a lot of decks would normally but recur- a lot of a lot the prank kid deck also has ways to recur the kids back to the hand in response yeah. to evenly. Yeah, yeah. Um. Oh yeah, but yeah, but like yeah, and then of course like any deck where it has a lot of recursion of their boss monsters. They're banished face down. They're right. gone. Like, there's only maybe one or two cards in Yu-Gi-Oh! that can recycle ban- cards that are banished face down. So, let's move on to our next card, which is... Crossout Designator! Yep, Crossout Designator, I think, is a really crazy card right now, because you actually do see a lot of the same cards within the format. Oh yeah, because first of all, the same everybody's running about the same hand trap lineup, so it's great against hand traps. And if you ever, if you're ever in a situation where you're in a mirror... Broken. Yeah, you can. Use, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like, let's say you're uh, you're playing Sword Soul and you're up against another Soul Soul player, and they normal summon Moe. Cross out Designator. Call Moe. Or if you're playing the Adventure Engine in your deck, correct. You can stop the uh, your your opponent's Adventure Engine with Cross out Designator. Yeah, calling. Uh, uh, let's see. You could call Ride of Aramisir, so they don't even get the token to begin with. If they uh, activate Water Enchantress, you can chain Crossout Designator, declare Water Enchantress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, then the, the, that situation that puts them on, they have to have the faith, the either Faithful Adventure or the Rive Amorcer in their hand already. Right. Which is they could totally do, but still, it puts them on. Gotta have it. Right. Next, we have a Let's couple see. of floodgates. Right. Yep. Now we're moving into our two floodgates. First off, I'd say let's start with Anti-Spell Fragrance. Sure. For those who don't know what Anti-Spell Fragrance does, it is a continuous trap. That requires that all spells must be set before they are activated. It basically turns all spell cards into trap cards. Right. Um, out, normal spells only still being only being able to activate as you normally would a normal spell, but now it's got to be set first for a turn. Um, right. It doesn't sound like it's particularly good until you remember that uh, sword that not sword uh, sword soul then has to set emergence to activate it, which is not everything. But it's it, not it's not the it's not the worst thing in the world for them. But it's, it's it's also not great. Yeah, it puts them in a position where they have to where they where they, they lose the starter of emergence. Um, no matter what deck you're playing against, it can end up with ha- them having a couple of dead cards in their hand, which is key sometimes. Okay. Another great now here now when it, now when you get into Despia and Prank Kids, it's where things get a little interesting. Yes. So first off, up against and um, really the adventure package too. Yeah. So up against Despia. They have as long as you shotgun the anti-spell fragrance, it puts them on. They have to have the out for it, and they have to have either Twin Twister or Cosmic Cyclone in their hand right then, during the stand. During if you activate it during their standby, if they don't, they don't get to fusion summon. 
they have to rely on normal summon Albaz to fusion because all their because they have to set their fusion spells. Yes, for Brandon and Red, that's what they want to do anyway. Is set activated during your turn. But then they have to kind of if they have it in their hand, they then kind of have to commit stuff to the board anyway. Which it really isn't what they want to do. They want to activate their fusion spell first, get out Lubellion, blah 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 blah. It forces them to play the game in a way that they may not be used to. Yeah. Um, or may not even want. And then, of course, depending upon their hand, they might have to activate their first fusion spell, but they can't, because anti-spell fragrance. Uh, and then up against Prank Kids, it stops place, and it stops their fusion. Yes. Because they have to set it first, and it's useless set. And then up against uh, the uh, Brave Engine, it just straight up shuts it down completely. Yes. As long as you activate it before they activate right. After they've activated right, it doesn't matter. But it just stops right from activating to begin with, so they can't... Uh, it's, and at that point, it doesn't even matter if they have Faithful Adventure in their hand, because they still have to set the Faithful Adventure. <clears throat> yeah, it all the way around, it's broken against the Adventure Engine. It, it just shuts it down for the turn. Right. <clears throat> and the and last card we have on the list is... Summon Limit! I, I don't want to promote this card. I hate this card. I genuinely, with all my heart, believe this card should be banned. So the way that so the way summon limit works is while as long as this card is faced on the field, neither player can special summon more than twice in a turn. Summon. Yeah, cannot summon more than twice in a turn. So you go full board, set summon limit, pass, and then uh by the way, it remembers. Correct. So if your opponent summons twice and, and you then you it? flip it, those count. Yeah, it remembers. So it remembers. Yeah. So you got you so you literally sit there, wait for your opponent to summon twice, and then like then, like on that second summon, got him. Uh, a great, like a great example is normal summon Moji, activate effect, special token on special token, flip it. Yeah, it's such a good card. You're, you're done, son. Uh, up against kid, normal summon kid, link one into cat, flip. Yep. Against Despia, it's less useful because they can just normal summon, activate fusion spell. Okay, cool. That uh, okay? Flip it. Okay, cool. That's where I was going to go anyway. Set Brandon a red pass. Right, for sure. Um, and then against the, and then against specifically the, uh, and then against specifically um, adventure. Normal. They so like let's say they only do adventure stuff to start with because they want to get they want to get the Omni Negate out. They get the token to summon one. Griffin Rider summon two. Flip it. They either in their turn or negate with Griffin Rider, and they lose their negate. Right, right. And then you can stop them, and then at that point you can go. So I, let's say then they activate Griffin Rider. Cool. I'm going to activate other stuff now. Yeah. Like I'm going to activate uh, anti. I'm going to not anti spell. I'm going to activate like Gozen Rivalry, Gozen Match, Rivalry or Warlords. I'm going to activate something else, and also still stop your turn because you can't stop me now. Summon limit is such a disgusting card. It really is, but only going first. Normal summon prank kid. Lincoln and Meow Meow Moo. Cool chain summon limit. You got you got you got the quick play uh backer removal for it? No? GG. Your your turn's over. Your game the game is over. More or less, honestly. Um and and yeah, it affects you too, but you've already gone full board. You probably you prop you probably already have lethal on board. Yeah, you it, just couldn't go for lethal because it was you know such a disgusting card. Oh yeah. All right, 
that will wrap us up for today's episode of the podcast. Tune in next t- next episode where we'll talk about the new Blackwing stuff. Which I'm so excited for. You have no idea. Blackwings was the first deck that we both got into at the same time yes, that was competitive. Our first tournament that we ever went to was actually a regional, and it was right actually right around Edison format, but at that regional, everybody was playing Blackwing. Yeah. Um, and then we actually met a guy there who was from Shreveport, I believe, who was like, hey, there's a card sharp in Shreveport. Yeah. Yeah, we met him there, and he helped us build the deck, and... We fell in love with the game yeah. on a competitive level. Yep, and here we are. Yep. So, all we have left is the podcast question of the day, which is, what is one card that you currently think is undervalued? So, we've talked a good bit about cards that we believe are underrated yeah underrated now we want to know what a card is that you think is undervalued what card should be should probably be more expensive than it really is right i think triple tactics talent is probably that card i think they're only like 15 bucks right now yeah 15 or 20 something like that so go ahead let us know on twitter and on discord what you think and in the meantime have a great weekend everyone take care everybody Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.